today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. We've got our own controversies going on in Ottawa these days. Uh, and the last chapter in this uh, was yesterday, of course, when uh, the Prime Minister announced that uh, Jody Wilson-Raybould and uh, the other uh, individual, of course, uh, that has been uh, involved in this, Jane Philpott, uh, have been kicked out of the Liberal caucus. And, uh, well, apparently the uh, Prime Minister had a, a discussion with his caucus members, and uh, he was pretty adamant. The trust that previously existed between these two individuals and our team has been broken. Whether it's taping conversations without consent or repeatedly expressing a lack of confidence in our government and in me personally as leader. And on and on it goes. Uh, Of course, they have both responded as you might have expected they would. They've both been very outspoken and vocal through this whole process. So what's next? Uh, joining us to talk about this is David Aiken, Chief Political Correspondent with Global News, who joins us from Ottawa. David, how are you doing this morning? Uh, pretty good. Pretty busy day uh, here on Parliament Hill uh, yesterday, and it's going to be, I think, just as busy today. Liberals, as they do every Wednesday morning, have their regular National Caucus session. But, you know, as you've said, they'll need two fewer seats uh, at that uh, caucus this morning. And then, here's what's interesting, is there's a group on Parliament Hill today called Daughters of the Vote. Okay, This is an annual group that comes to Parliament Hill, 300 and 400 uh, college-age women who are sponsored by a group called Equal Voice. Equal Voice is all about getting women more involved in politics. They're going to be in the House of Commons, sort of doing a mock session. I've covered this event in other years. It's quite a symbol to see, 338 women occupying the House of Commons. And Justin Trudeau is going to speak to this group. And he's going to have to explain how Jody Wilson-Raybould, Jane Philpott got kicked out, Selena Cesar Chavan, another woman, left over Trudeau's leadership style, and Leona Alislev, another elected liberal, crossed the floor to sit as the Conservatives. One, two, three, four women. That's not a coincidence on when it comes to gender. And I can tell you we're seeing some social media activity from these participants and daughters of the vote. Trudeau has a bit of a woman problem, and he's the self-described feminist, and uh, these daughters of the vote, these women, 300, they held a reception earlier this week where they could meet some female liberal MPs. Jody Wilson-Raybould was there, and Bill, the lineup was out the door in front of Wilson-Raybould. All these women wanted to have their picture taken with her, and I think that says something about who they believe in this he said, she said affair. Well, exactly. And the clip we just played of the Prime Minister there, they kept talking about lack of trust or an erosion of trust. That seems to be a common theme over the last few weeks up there, David. Absolutely. And, and Liberal MPs were pretty upset. The last straw being this tape that we were talking about last week. This is the audio tape that Wilson-Raybould made uh, of a phone conversation she had last December with the clerk of the Privy Council, Michael Warnick. He did not know that that phone conversation was being taped, and Wilson-Raybould released it last week in support of her allegations that there was inappropriate pressure brought to bear on her by the Prime Minister for her to intervene in favor of SNC-Lavalin in this criminal court case. So that's why she did, she put this tape on the record. She recognized it was an extraordinary thing to do. Well, the Prime Minister yesterday called it an unconscionable thing to do. So that was the last straw on Wilson-Raybould. As far as Philpot goes, uh, one MP told me yesterday, this is John McKay, he's the an MP uh, for uh, scarborough Gilwood in Toronto. McKay said, you know, the caucus felt these two were joined at the hip. And Philpot had given an interview to McLean's magazine in which she had said, among other things, there's more to this story, there's more to come. And liberals took that as a threat. 
They felt that that Wilson, Raybould, and Philpott, the two of them, were going to continue to release evidence, to release damning uh, uh, anecdotes that were going to continue to hurt the liberal brand, hurt the party, and hurt the prime minister personally. That was the end of that. You're on the team or you're not, and they called for uh, prime minister pulled the trigger, and that's what he did yesterday. But listen, I, I know that she has a lot of friends within the caucus, a lot of supporters within the caucus. Just how divided is that liberal caucus? They're trying to put on a brave face here, right, David, and I'm, I'm not too sure too, too many people are buying it. They put on a pretty united show of support yesterday. They were all applauding for the prime minister at this speech he gave. I think in the Liberal caucus, it is definitely not unanimous, but I think most of them, actually probably a great majority, supported getting rid of Wilson-Raybould. Phil Potts a bit of a different matter. I think there was some sympathy towards her, um, but at the end of the day, they sort of went along that, you know, both have to go. So as I said, there's there's a unity problem potentially within the Liberal caucus, less so, I think, than the unity problem that Trudeau has with the whole party. I mentioned women. Female supporters were a big component of how Trudeau built that coalition and win in 2015. And I've talked to the women who were, who were being counted on for uh, to, uh, volunteers later on this year, the women who might be counted on to give some of their money. They're being asked right now by Liberal HQ, can you help out again? We need you back on the team again. And a lot of them are saying, no, I, I just, I feel uncomfortable. I'm not happy how this all worked out. And that can make a, that can play a factor in an election year. Certainly the conservatives and the NDP and most of all the Greens are going to just keep holding this over the liberals' heads saying this guy cannot play nice with women. So that's one component. Yesterday we also saw the release of these, a bunch of new emails between Wilson Raybould and Gerald Butts, the former principal secretary to Trudeau. And among them is a warning from Jody Wilson-Raybould saying, you get, if you boot me out of caucus, you're going to have a whole big problem with the country's indigenous communities and indigenous leaders. She, of course, is an indigenous leader herself. And that's another uh, vote component that Trudeau has now put at risk. So he's got a problem with women, problem with indigenous communities. And remember, this this is the feminist PM who is all about reconciliation. Yeah, and you've had a couple of uh, B.C. indigenous leaders already sp speak out about this. One yesterday said, just said that, okay, the prime minister's toast now. And this was after, of course, he booted the two of them out of there. Uh, but I understand where they're coming from. I don't necessarily agree with what they've done here, David, the caucus, that is, and the prime minister. But how... <laughs> They, they've essentially turned Wilson Raybould into a martyr. And uh, and if that think, if there was any think or thought process here that this was going to make this whole issue go away, uh, I don't see that happening. I think in some questions, in some areas, yes, I think turning her into a martyr. And I think Wilson Raybould sort of understands that, the way she's conducted herself and sort of set things up. And uh, she had a, she released a two-page letter yesterday. It wasn't an apology. It wasn't a statement of confidence in the PM. It was, it was more along the lines of a call to arms for those liberals like her who were first time elected in 2015. So there will be a lot of people out there who will read that and go, yeah, that's what I believe in. Why couldn't Trudeau live up to that? So there is a sense that you could be a martyr. That said, again, it's there, there's a liberal unity problem. There's there are certainly lots of people like Wayne Easter, a liberal MP for 25, 30 years, old school guy from PEI. And, you know, he he was this week was telling reporters, you know, she should have been gone long ago. I don't know what we're keeping around. Boot her out. Um, and there was, you know, there's definitely that feeling in the caucus. So. So the caucus, I say, is a little bit split, and there's competing visions of what it means to be a liberal. Jody Wilson-Raybould and Jane Philpott's vision of what it means to be what it means to be a liberal, and then 
some old hard knuckle politicians saying, you know, you got to be on the team. You can't be you can't be uh, shooting inside the tent. Is there a, a kind of a mindset here, David, uh, within that caucus of what it could have, should have, that maybe they should have jumped on this issue a lot sooner than they did instead of letting it fester? Oh boy, yeah. Uh, I think so. And, you know, if you, if you or I were in that caucus, I, you know, probably would have said, yes, it's time they have to be moved. But at the same breath, I'd say, and by the way, PM, you blew it so big time on this file. And if there isn't a house cleaning inside your own office from the comm standpoint, the issues management standpoint, and what on earth were you doing to begin with trying to interfere in an independent prosecution of SNC-Lavalin? And that issue, Bill, is still hot. That court case is still proceeding. There's a new justice minister, David Lametti from Montreal. Presumably the PM still feels the same way. He wants this done. As we heard in this phone call last week, quote, the PM is going to get it done one way or the other. Well, he's done it. He's fired the Justice Minister, moved Wilson-Raybould out of the way. What's David Lametti going to do now? Is he going to do the PM's bidding and interfere in a criminal prosecution? That is a live, hot question. I can't imagine that a lot of liberals are excited about that prospect should happen. Well, exactly, because what Melaminetti actually said, and I think the, pre- the Prime Minister said the same sort of thing, that no Attorney General decision is final, uh, which tells me that they're going to try to massage this. And no attorney general has ever interfered in an independent prosecutor's uh, decision. They've let the independent prosecutor make those decisions. That's the way it ought to, ought to work. Uh, at the provincial level, it's the provincial prosecution. The, the solicitor general or attorney general of Ontario doesn't get involved. And for good reason. We don't want politicians deciding which cases are going to go to court and which cases are not. But in this case, the prime minister seems to think this should this case with SNC-Lavalin should not go to court, that there should be some penalty paid by SNC-Lavalin, but that they should be preserved to keep bidding on federal contracts. Uh, the case has not been made by the federal government that there would be jobs lost. All we have is SNC-Lavalin with vague warnings that that might happen. But uh, we sent our Abigail Beeman to Port Elgin, Ontario, just down the road. I saw that. Uh, beautiful yeah. Port Elgin. Yeah, great piece. And SNC-Lavalin there, the people there are saying no jobs at risk. Um, it's up to the, I think, Trudeau to you know get an independent assessment of what, if any, economic harm could happen. And then we can start talking about a deferred prosecution agreement. Which, by the way, is still on the horizon for anybody who thinks this thing is just going to fade away. That SNC-Lavalin aspect of this hasn't even been dealt with yet. Nope, it's still, a, as I say, it's a very hot issue, and I expect to see both the Conservatives and New Democrats sort of picking up that ball uh, in the days ahead. David Aiken, Chief Political Correspondent with Global News. David, always a pleasure. Thanks so much for this today. No problem. Have a great morning, Bill. Cheers. You too. And, uh, well, he's got to get back there because it's a crazy day today. These, uh, these stories that we've been covering here, of course, are changing almost by the moment. And uh, we'll keep you abreast of what's going on with some of the latest developments. Uh, because uh, as both uh, the deposed and now MPs have said, uh, they're not finished talking. And there's more to the story. That seemed to be the essence of uh, the letters that both of them sent out yesterday after they were removed from caucus. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.